Chapter 2 Sweet Soul Music Why do all churches have such steep stairs? Carol wondered as she jogged up the two flights to get Cal from class. She felt like she'd been in just about every church in Birmingham and the surrounding area, and no matter how different they were in theology, they all had steep stairs. She got to the top and took a deep breath in and out. Well, hey, there's my cardio for the day, she thought. Cal and another boy were the last two left in the class, and they were helping his teacher put away the tambourines. Tambourines with a room full of five-year-olds? His teacher must be one tolerant guy, she thought. Hey, buddy, she called, still slightly breathless from the stairs. Mom, we played intra-instruments. This is Mr. Charlie. A man with salt and pepper hair and green eyes turned toward her and extended his hand. Carol guessed he was in his mid-fifties and an inch or two taller than her own five feet seven inches. Glad to meet you, he said. I'm sorry we just waved hello earlier. Oh, that's okay, she said, returning his handshake. I'm sorry we were late. I'd like to say it won't happen again, but it will. We'll be late pretty much every week, but I'll try to be as close to ten minutes late as possible. I'm Carol, by the way. He laughed, and she immediately liked the sound of it. It was a big laugh that seemed to come all the way up from his knees. Good to meet you, Carol. We're excited Cal's here. He jumped right in with the other kids. We'll keep going with kids' choir on Sundays through the summer, but we're starting a summer day camp in a couple of weeks, too. Are you on the email list yet? She nodded, and the other mom arrived at the door to pick up her son. Excuse me for a second, Charlie said as he went to talk with her. Carol looked around the room. Large framed pictures of kids at church activities covered one of the walls. There was one where two boys were in a canoe and another of a girl on water skis. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. She read the verse painted at the top of the wall as Cal came to stand beside her. This looks like Aunt Mel's River, Mom, he said. Do you think it's the same one? I don't know, bud. This is probably somewhere in Texas. Do you think they have rivers here? We have one or two. Charlie said as he walked back to them. Well, that's a relief, she said. Cal and I get antsy if we're away from the water for too long. We're fish, Cal said, pretending to swim around the room. Charlie laughed again, his green eyes wrinkling at the sides. They all headed toward the door. He turned the light out, and they started walking down the hall as Amy came around the corner. Carol, you're still here, she said. Hey, Cal. Goodness, Amy, you don't miss anybody, Charlie winked at her. You already sent out the welcome wagon, huh? Well, I can't help it if people gravitate toward me. They find me naturally welcoming and simply delightful to be around, Amy said. Also, Carol and I happen to share an affinity for late afternoon coffee and strategic marketing plans. I can't really deny any of that. Carol shrugged her shoulders and laughed. Cal ran toward the stairs, then ran back to the group of adults. See you next week, Mr. Charlie? Cal asked hopefully. You bet, he said. Hey, high five? Cal returned his high five enthusiastically, then headed toward the stairs again. Can I slide down the rail, Mom? He asked. Absolutely not, she called back. Are we all set for kids camp this summer? Amy asked Charlie. I was telling Carol about it earlier. I think so, but we could use a few more volunteers, he said. We still have a couple of weeks before it starts, so that gives us time to rope in a few more people. He and Amy looked at Carol hopefully. Surely they're not going to ask me to volunteer on my first night here, she thought. Before she could think of a polite excuse, Cal's patience for small talk had reached its limit. He grabbed his mom's hand and pulled her the rest of the way down the stairs. 
Laughing, she turned and waved to Charlie and Amy. Have a good night, she called over her shoulder in relief. Kids camp ran from the beginning of June until the beginning of August, just in time for school to start back. It was the most popular summer event in town, giving the kids in the church something meaningful to do, at-home parents a much-needed break, and working parents inexpensive childcare. Plus, it provided a way for the church to connect with the community. The program looks great, Carol thought, turning the brochure over a few weeks later. But eight weeks in the Texas summer? Gracious, what have I gotten myself into? After her initial reluctance, she wasn't completely sure how Amy had talked her into volunteering for kids camp after all. It was true that, with her ability to work from home, she had more flexibility in her schedule than a lot of the other parents. And, as Amy pointed out, it was a good chance for her to get to know some of the kids who would be in Cal's class. Plus, Amy had been so kind to her, it was hard to say no. Carol laughed to herself. She got the feeling it was hard to say no to Amy any time. For the first couple of weeks, Carol jumped in wherever she was needed, corralling hundreds of kids through activities, crafts, and music. But she found herself mostly helping Amy with a snack table. This gave them a little extra time together to have coffee and a quick prayer in the morning before camp started. Even though she liked the kids, this was her favorite part. She shared the designs she was working on with Amy, who in turn gave her feedback on her projects while also keeping her in stitches with stories from the university. Carol couldn't believe her luck in finding this relationship so early in her time in Davidson. Despite their connection, though, she hadn't fully opened up about her past— It was a lot to tell, and while she sensed she could trust Amy, she wasn't ready to share the whole story. She'd told her that Cal's dad had passed away, but that was about it. She appreciated, too, that Amy hadn't pushed her for more details. Carol sensed this restraint might have been a bit of a challenge for her new friend. Amy was barely over five feet tall and 100 pounds soaking wet, as Carol's grandmother used to say. She moved faster than anyone else in the room and managed to get more done in an hour than most people could in a week. Despite Amy's perpetual busyness and tendency toward bossiness, however, Carol saw that she also had a surprising amount of patience with the kids and a warmth that drew them to her. She knew each one of their names and, after a week, which kind of chips they liked best. We're running low on apple juice, Amy said as they were wrapping up one afternoon. I'll run back to the kitchen and get some more if you'll finish putting all this away for tomorrow. Sure thing, Carol said. As Amy headed out of the back of the room toward the kitchen, Charlie came in through the front. Hey, Carol said, want a snack? No, I'm good, he laughed. But I was wondering if you might be able to help me out in Cal's class. Oh, yeah? She put the last of the remaining juice boxes into a larger cardboard box and closed the lid. Here, let me get that, Charlie said, picking it up and putting it under the table. Thanks, she said. So you need a hand in class? Well, the kindergartners are always a rambunctious group, but there are more of them this year than usual. I have the volunteer teenagers on hand, but after these first two weeks, I've realized that I sure could use another adult in the room, he said. Full disclosure, though, you'll probably have to give up your daily juice box and fish crackers. That's quite a sacrifice, she laughed, but I'd be glad to help. Plus, it gives me a chance to really get to know some of the kids Cal will be going to school with in the fall. His birthday's coming up in August, so it'll be fun to have some new friends to invite. She stiffened as she saw a familiar face coming through the room. Every single afternoon, she thought, this is getting old. Hey, Carol, 
the man said. Mind slipping me an extra snack before I go pick up my daughter? Sure, Max, she replied tersely, handing him a bag. He glanced at Charlie, who showed no intention of leaving, much to her relief. Then he turned back to Carol. Hey, um, I was going to ask you something else, but I don't have your number, he said, smiling and holding out his phone. If you'll just put it in, I can text you later. Oh, she said, I um just got a new number when I moved out here. I don't have it memorized yet. Sorry about that. Well, why don't you just hand me your phone? I can put my number in there, he replied. What is with this guy, she thought. Um, she said, then turned toward Charlie and mouthed, help. Carol, could you have left your phone in my classroom? Charlie asked. You know, that is something I could have done, she said, nodding slowly. She saw Charlie try to hide a smirk as Amy returned to the table. Amy, she said, turning abruptly away from Max, who looked like he might say something else, then changed his mind and walked away. Do you mind if I abandon you at snacks next week to help out Charlie? She asked. Not at all, Amy said. Charlie always needs all the help he can get, she said, giving him a playful punch on the arm. Carol, I'll let you be the judge of that, he returned. Give it a week, then you tell us who does a better job of managing this crazy crew. Not a chance, Carol laughed, holding her hands up. I know better than to get in the middle of this. Not again, she thought, as another guy came into the room, heading straight toward the snack table with an overly eager smile on his face. Carol winced. I'm going to get Cal, she said quickly. Be right back. Charlie looked from her to the man. Want me to come with you? He asked. That would be great, thanks, she said gratefully. As they walked in the opposite direction, she heard the man talking with Amy. Yes, Steve, isn't she sweet? Amy answered, but I'm not sure when she'll be back. Charlie snickered. What? Carol asked. They're buzzing around already, huh? Is that obvious? She replied, blushing. I guess I was interested in moving to Cal's class for more reasons than one. It's a little more off the radar. Oh, yeah? Charlie grinned. Then I'm happy I can help he said, mouthing the last word as she had a few minutes before. She burst out laughing. Oh, that's very nice, she said. Thanks a lot. I'm glad my dilemma is giving you some stand-up material. Just kidding, just kidding, he said as they walked up the stairs toward his classroom. Of course, now I know how to make a little cash on the side since I have your number. Don't you dare, she laughed. After she picked up Cal and headed to the parking lot, she thought, Maybe Amy's not the only friend I've made in Davidson. Thanks, Lord, for guiding me to this place and to these people.